Hey there, my name is Peyton Macy's and you're listening to AnyCast. AnyCast is about anything and everything. We have some cool guests on sometimes, or sometimes it's just me. But enjoy today's episode and I hope you learn something new. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you guys made it to the final album review of the summer. The 12th album review. We have done so many different album reviews, ranging from Harry Styles as our first one, to Johnny Cash, to great rock bands like Leonard Skinner, ACDC, American Pie with Don McLean. We even did a worship album of This is the Gospel with Elevation Rhythm. We reviewed Michael Jackson's Thriller, Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, Galactic Empire by The Great Galactic Empire, and others. And today it all concludes, it all concludes, we've done many different uh, genres of music, we've done many different languages actually of music, but today we end it all with Elvis Presley. So welcome back to AnyCast, the final Summer Saturday album review. It, it's been really fun doing these. Uh, this is definitely going to be a tradition here on AnyCast that we're going to do every year because uh, it's been a lot of fun listening to albums that I don't, like, that I had never listened to. So this is the Elvis Presley album. It's called Elvis Presley. It's his very first from 1956. was released on March 23rd, 1956, has 12 songs, 28 minutes and 19 seconds, which as you all know, technically this is an EP. I just like to point that out every time. Um, But man, this album is pretty good. Um, I like a lot of the songs on here, like a lot of others. It's just like a lot of these songs I would not put on again. The... The songs that really stood out to me is the first track, Blue Sweet Shoes, which, great song, great song. Uh, great Elvis Presley song here. Uh, a song that I would definitely put on a lot. Uh, I Got a Woman is track three. It's it's good, I guess, you know? Um, you know, I, I whenever I think of that song, I think of the um, I Got a Woman with a... Uh, Ray, Ray Charles, Ray Charles, that's who it is. I, I was blanking on it for a little bit. Um, but, you know, I Got a Woman, great, great track there. So that's all good. Um, you have a couple other, like, good songs, just not ones that I would put on. Um, the best one, in my opinion, is Tutti Fruity on here. Um, honestly, a lot of these songs are, none of them are, like, super big, except for Blue Suede Shoes. That's probably, like, the biggest track on the album. They're all, like, two minutes and 30 seconds or less, I think. Um, you know, typical rock and roll from back then. Much more 
shorter while you know you get into like the 80s and the 90s and even the 70s rock and roll and it's longer epic songs like free bird you know um like free bird and stairway to heaven and all that fun stuff so you know getting to listen to this album was really great um you know elvis presley great rock star um one of like the king of rock you know that's what they called him um and i don't have a whole lot to say on this album besides that like a lot of other these album reviews you know i don't really ever have a whole lot to say on these albums i just know hey that's that was a good album um hold on i gotta take a drink um okay that's what i was saying a lot of these albums you know i just don't know what to say so i just give you guys like hey this is the runtime of the album this is how many tracks and usually i go through each of the tracks but really i know that this podcast says it's both the elvis album and the elvis movie i'm gonna have a lot more to say on the elvis movie um which you guys will hear in a little bit but as for the summer saturday album reviews and all that fun stuff thank you guys um for doing this uh entire journey with me you know this journey has been pretty fun um you know i was doing metallica mondays but i got very much so bored and burnt out of it and i told you guys i wasn't wanna i wasn't gonna wanna proceed with that and then getting to do summer saturday album reviews i could do a metallica album if i wanted you know i could do any album um we could be listening one week to deadmau5 and then the next week we could be listening to like i I don't even know greta van fleet you know uh very opposite ends or you know we could be listening to um a movie score or a movie soundtrack if i really wanted to uh with you guys and i I probably wouldn't do that I, i don't really care to do that but we could and then next week we could be listening to like um um an album with a story kind of like um uh the leonard skinner album that we did um so yeah with that being said you know it's been really fun doing these album reviews um 12 album reviews it's a lot of different albums that i've listened to and a lot of different thoughts that i've given on them um some of them i was disappointed by others i was very much surprised by that they were so good um but with that being said it is the end there will be album reviews this year though don't worry we will have maybe one in september i haven't like i haven't figured that out but we do have some any haunts albums yes so we're going to be doing three Saturday album reviews, and you'll learn why the first week of October, that Saturday will not be an album review. It's actually going to be a movie review. You'll understand why it's coming out on a Saturday and everything, so stay tuned for that. But we have Spooky, what did, what did I call it? I think it was Spooky Saturday album reviews because I couldn't find any other word that started with an S because if I did scary saturday album reviews that sounds kind of like stupid because what album is actually scary not a lot um but the 
uh, Spooky Saturday album reviews, we're going to be doing, I'll actually tell you guys, we're going to be doing the original Monster Mash, which I'm hesitant to do because I don't think I'm going to enjoy it that much. But you know what? It's an an iconic uh, Halloween album, so whatever. We're going to be reviewing the album Scream, which is like a, it's a compilation and it has Michael Jackson on it. Um, a lot of it is Michael Jackson. It's a compilation album. Um, yeah, I think it was released in 2017. So it's a fairly more recent thing. I'm interested, like really interested in that one. And then I know I just said I probably wouldn't do a movie soundtrack, but I had to because it is 30 years of Nightmare Before Christmas. So we'll be reviewing the songs from the Nightmare Before Christmas um which as you all know is a musical uh you know it's kind of weird to look at nightmare before christmas as a musical but it is you know it has like i think about 12 songs in the entire movie and it's like a 90 minute movie so that that's a lot of music and songs you know um so yeah and then of course don't even worry we have guns and roses november which i am very excited about and then even better we're going to be doing Christmas album reviews. All of those are going to be on Saturdays because Saturdays are our album reviews for whatever months I choose uh, we get album reviews. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed my review of Elvis Presley. I hope you guys are looking forward to more album reviews. Um, and I just saw this this morning. By the time that this is out, I'm sure it's going to be far a uh, little bit um, further than the milestone, but we hit 1000 plus plays on any cast so thank you uh you guys you know uh it's been really fun doing any cast and it's cool that you guys are playing the podcast um you know the youtube channel itself is pretty successful which is always good but it's always awesome when you guys listen to the podcast um i will say i am trying i'm really trying to get november to be a lot more interviews sip September, I have no idea what I'm doing with the podcast in September, maybe also uh, some interviews, but I'm trying to figure some fun stuff out. And then of course, we have any haunts in October and any cheer in December. So that's like two of the biggest months, in my opinion, um, over here on any cast, they're two of the biggest months of the year. Um, But yeah, with that being said, how about you guys listen to my thoughts on the Elvis movie from 2022. See you guys over there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to AnyCast. Part two of this episode is me reviewing, of course, the great Elvis movie from last year, 2022. Um, wow, this movie is amazing. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I'll probably do a video in November on music movies. I've seen four of them like this and talk about each of them and kind of just give a review on each of them but my goodness this movie is amazing um it's a three hour movie two hours and like 50 minutes really long movie but really well crafted really well done and it makes you learn a lot about elvis and who he was what he had went through and of course, the very, very, very sad ending of this film. So, this movie is just, it's awesome. You know, you follow Elvis, you learn about him as a kid a little bit. And 
you really get to see his early rising to fame. And like, I guess you could divide this movie into three acts. You have the first act is who is Elvis in his early days. The middle would, I guess, be, I guess you could say like Hollywood Elvis and the, his journey in Hollywood and his special and that era. And then the third and final act is really the Vegas stuff, really just the Vegas era of uh, Elvis where he was uh, <clears throat> sadly chained to Vegas and he uh, he couldn't really leave. Um, so this actually is told from the perspective of the colonel and Tom Hanks plays the colonel. He does a fantastic job. Um, just, just for a minute here, Tom Hanks is just such an amazing an incredible actor you know he always knows how to give a great performance an emotional performance um i will be honest i haven't seen a whole lot of tom hanks um of course i was introduced to tom hanks as a kid with toy story and you know he's great in those movies voice acting he's he's really good in that um and then something I watched this year that, you know, he's very well-known for, probably his most well-known movie, is Forrest Gump. Um, it says he's in, oh, of course, The Polar Express, a movie that I don't actually like. He's in a movie called Evan Almighty. I've seen that. Um, he's in a couple of different movies. He's even in Cars, I guess, in the Simpsons movie. So, you know, he's in great movies. We know him from a lot of different things. I need to watch... Um, Saving Private Ryan and Big, for those are great Tom Hanks movies. But, you know, Tom Hanks gives a fantastic performance as the villain in this story, the colonel. And everything is told from the colonel's perspective, you know. Um, the colonel is a very suspicious person. He never actually was a colonel, and there's no, like, actual legal records of his residency or even who he is as a person. We learn this throughout the film. Elvis learns this very late in his life and is very, very angry and looks back on his life and he thinks to himself, why am I so foolish? Why did I listen to this guy? And by the time he finds out, he's trapped, actually. Um, the colonel financially abused Elvis, actually. Um, in fact, at the very end of the movie, it says that uh, the colonel did indeed financially abuse Elvis and that the colonel... Um, was sued and i think he settled outside of the courts and he spent the rest of his life uh in the vegas casinos gambling because that was his favorite thing to do and so he would financially abuse elvis and then go gamble and gamble and gamble like he would rack up so much in this gambling and he was losing just so much um, of course, this movie follows Elvis the entire time. He is the main character, um, but it's all from, from the perspective of the colonel, which is a very interesting perspective. Um, they try, like, they show you really how the colonel did things, um, like how he manipulated Elvis. And at the end of the day, Elvis was just like a young kid who clearly didn't have the foresight to see that this guy was actually trapping him the entire time um i will say tom hanks looks exactly like the colonel if you look up the the casting in this movie for uh elvis the colonel and priscilla are on point you look up the actors and actress 
and actresses in this movie and then you look at the actual people it is just spot on casting um austin butler does such an amazing job as elvis he looks like elvis he sounds like elvis um olivia she played um i can't ever pronounce her last name so i'm not even gonna try um olivia she plays uh priscilla and priscilla has a she has a small role in the movie but also a major role because as you see throughout her life really she was the wise one in the relationship and tried to warn elvis of a lot of things but also stayed silent a little bit because she knew that she didn't have as much of a voice as elvis did um she tried to communicate things to elvis and elvis really wouldn't get the idea across and it got elvis into trouble priscilla leaves elvis uh in life and leaves uh with the daughter with their daughter and you know elvis treated uh priscilla in a terrible way i think um yeah pretty bad way um he was always sleeping with other women um but priscilla actually points out that wasn't even her problem uh the problem was that elvis had turned to drugs and it had just become such a big problem that she just did not want to uh continue in that relationship because she wouldn't didn't want to watch her love just like slowly dwindle um and die she said that he had become like a ghost over time um and there's this interesting scene in which um elvis is in this room with this other woman and he hears something and he uh he's already taking drugs at this point um and he hears something he goes over to grab a gun and he like goes outside the door and his like hand is shaking violently and twitching and uh he's clearly unstable um and that's all in the vegas act the third act of this film is probably the saddest it is definitely the saddest act you see elvis fall apart as a person and become essentially lifeless um and yeah the first act of the film is great but my favorite is the second act you know you really get to see him go into hollywood and everything um you hear about this christmas special which we'll get to in a little bit it's one of my favorite parts of the movie um <clears throat> and elvis you know in the first act we really get to see how like the world hated elvis um or at least the media did a lot of the media hated Elvis. Political offices did not like Elvis, um, or certain political offices did. Certain did, uh, others didn't, um, and we see the ones that didn't. Um, Elvis was very anti-segregation, which is good. Um, you know, he really tried to fight for uh, uh, equal rights and all, and he thought that it was really absurd that uh he couldn't have blacks and whites together at his events he found it very uh unsatisfying and everything um he didn't care when they tried to tell him stop um um uh, dancing the way you do he didn't care he fought through that um so you know he was definitely uh not just a musical icon but you know cultural and a fashion icon at the same time like he he really was like a pop culture icon in hollywood music and fashion and of course he's most well known for his music but even his hollywood stuff he's pretty he's known for that um 
same thing goes for his uh roles in um the fashion industry um and so yeah that um is great you know you get to see some i believe real footage and some footage that looks real but you can tell that it's austin butler um in this movie that they scatter throughout which is really nice to see um and then my favorite part my absolute favorite part the colonel wants him to do a christmas special and we get to see our friend from stranger things billy yes the actor plays billy who i am totally blanking on his name right now he is in this film and him and his like a uh, buddy in business are like elvis what do you want to do and they are on this network i believe it's nbc and it's interesting because if you look in the background you can see uh pictures from the classic star trek um because you know like hey that was a big thing so this is like a pretty well-known um media organization of nbc of course um and it's really nice darce montgomery that's who it is darce montgomery um the man who plays uh billy and stranger things is in this movie and he does such a good job so there was going to be a christmas special and you know elvis was like no i want to sing the songs that i want to sing so he goes out there in like all black leather does all of the famous songs dances the way he wants to sings his heart out and then he wanted to combine like uh gospel music and rock and all these different types of music and then when it's time for the christmas special it's an actual thing that happened he sang a song that i believe he actually did right and it was in this time i forgot to mention Elvis was very much so inspired by certain people. He was inspired by the works of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And they address his death in this movie and the impact it had on Elvis. So there's that. And then Robert Kennedy died. Uh, the brother of John F. Kennedy. He dies in this movie, you know. And the guy who Billy played, or Darcy Montgomery plays, of the guy who yeah that guy that guy is like always oh, you should speak for our nation the way that you do through song and of course the colonel was always like oh we shouldn't really uh go into the politics or religion space and he's like trying to stop elvis and then elvis um he he just goes ahead and he sings and it's just awesome you know, he sings this song, um, it's called, oh gosh, I'm gonna look it up, but he's talking about how the nation was lost, basically, and how there's a lot of fear in the nation, uh, but that it's okay, like, they'll get through it, they'll get through it, um, it's called, uh, it is called what is it called if i can dream and honestly it's probably my favorite elvis song like i had never known he made this song and then i i watched the movie and the story behind it and everything uh was just great and then of course he goes to vegas he does a show there and the colonel behind his back ties him basically to vegas 
And he always wanted to go international on an international tour. And then he's chained to Vegas. And then he actually tries to leave the colonel and abandon him. But the colonel hasn't paid a single thing. Not one expense at all. From the beginning that the colonel was with Elvis. Back in, I believe, the 1960s. No, wait. I believe it said like 1955 or something. To like 1970-something. That is a long time to not pay expenses. And then it racked up to like around $8 million, Which, you know, you know, like... Markets were different from then and today, so you could probably do that in a calculator with the converter, but I'm not going to do that. But anyways, you know, you get that, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like, how how do you get away with that? He was throwing all the money into buying more merchandise, which I forgot to mention. Um, in this movie, it says that he created merchandise, the Colonel. Um, I did not fact check that in time. Let me, let me fact check that. Because um, I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. Um, did the colonel create merchandise? Um, actually, who created, not mer school, merch? and dice okay so it it says actually jasper fremont meek um i'm not really sure yeah i'm really not sure um but i do know it said that in the movie that the colonel did indeed create the merch and that would make sense, actually. Um, it, it actually would. Um, you know, he was like, I have, I love Elvis. Uh, it's like those voting pins when you vote. It's like, I voted. Like, you know that pin? There was ones that said, I love Elvis and I hate Elvis. And he was like, well, Elvis, you know, we can have both and we'll profit off of hate and love. Um, another thing I forgot to mention, uh, he does meet, I don't know if you guys knew this, he met Priscilla overseas, actually when he was stationed um during the korean war i believe it was the korean yes yeah, the korean war um and yeah he did have to do military service i believe he did two years maybe four i think four um and sadly his mother actually dies um because she was an alcoholic and drank herself to death actually um and then he just had his uh, dad and the colonel uh, and then priscilla of course and he has a family um but over in the Vegas stuff, you know, this this movie takes such a dramatically dark and saddening tone so, so fast. Um, it, it goes from, like, this really nice, really well-crafted, very amazing cinematography, amazing music, amazing acting, amazing performances, amazing lighting, amazing everything on a cinematic standpoint. And then... It goes to this depressing movie, and it still is amazing, but it's so depressing in the final act because he starts to do drugs, he starts to become unstable, and then he has this really sad, there's this really just depressing scene, 
and he is uh, actually at the airport, and he's dropping off his child to go see Priscilla, and then Priscilla gets in the car with him and talks to him, and they have a little chat, and he says he promised Priscilla. He promises Priscilla that he will fly after a show straight on over to see her. And he doesn't. He can't because he gets on the plane. He goes back to Vegas. He does his show. Actually, before he gets on the plane, he says, I love you to her. And uh, she knows that he loved her, but there were some issues there, so she left him. But anyways, um, Priscilla then, or Elvis, sorry. Elvis goes and they play footage from his final show in 1977 the night the final show the final waking moments of elvis presley and it was really sad really really sad you know you get to this very somber and melancholy um tone and you know you have elvis singing his heart out it's real footage and he sings his heart out on unchained melody and it is so sad you can see like he, he can barely like he did well but you know he's like really he's really trying to do his best out there and then it uh the scene ends uh or actually i guess before that it said or maybe after i don't know but I don't know. Either way, you have this uh, this like monologue about how Elvis Presley, or actually, I guess before that, um, you have this thing where he flies off in the plane, and before they show you the footage, it says "Good evening" or "Good morning." Every I think evening or morning, I can't remember. And it's like Elvis Presley appears to be dead at forty-two years old. Forty-two. He died at 42. That is extremely young to die. And, you know, it's so sad. And you get a message. I believe President Nixon was in office. Yeah, Nixon. And you hear him speaking on the impact of Elvis and how you, you know, America had lost an icon, somebody that will, you can never replace Elvis. And there will be nobody like him. Um, and then they play that stuff, and then they play uh, stuff from his life, and he gives this really sad, um, he gives this really sad monologue um, about how every dream he's ever had, he has accomplished and lived a hundred different times, and it's playing life, like moments from his life. Of him marrying Priscilla, speaking to fans, being with fans, and all this stuff. And the movie ends with playing in the ghetto. And it is a really, like, choosing in the ghetto to end the movie was very, very much so a good choice because it's a very emotional song. Um, But, you know, you have Elvis there and... It's showing us facts about his life and it's saying, you know, um, the colonel financially abused him and he spilt all his money into the casinos and then he died and nobody really cared when the colonel died. Um, 
it talked to us about how Elvis is the the number one solo recording art, artist of all time. Number one. And, you know, like, he, I don't think he'll ever be beaten by anybody. I truly don't think. I forgot to mention, he got to do, like, a satellite show, and it was in all different countries. And it got 1.2 billion people watching live. And that is literally numbers that nobody else I think will ever be able to top. 1.2 billion people watching. That's insane. Um, and at that time, that was like basically the entire world watching Elvis. Um, so yeah. But that is the Elvis movie. Three hours. Amazing. There are some things I did leave out. It is amazing. It is inspiring. It's very sad. Um, I didn't watch this one last year when it came out. I wish I did. Um, because honestly, I don't think it's my favorite movie of 2022. I, I mean, seriously, Top Gun Maverick is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So, you know, Top Gun Maverick was like the best movie 2022, but the Elvis movie, it, it's up there with a couple of others that I watched that year. Um, maybe like top five. Um, but yeah, it's such a great movie. Um, I hope to do a video, like I said, about music movies that I've seen. Um, I've seen four of them, I believe. Um, so I hope to do that and uh, talk about them. It would be Ray Straight Out Compton, which is the story of uh, NWA. Ray, of course, Ray Charles. Walk the Line, which I've talked about on the podcast, actually on a Summer Saturday album review. And Elvis. And I would rank them in how much I liked them. I, I think they're all great movies, but I, I think some are better than others. Um, but yeah, you know, that was the review. Good, like almost 25 minute review. It has been so much fun doing summer Saturday album reviews. I am going to miss them. Um, but hey, there's always a next summer and we're going to have a lot of fun doing that. Um, also... Like I've already said, album reviews will be coming back in October and in November and in December. So we're going to have Saturday, like Saturday is just album review day. If I'm ever doing an album, it's going to be a Saturday album review. It's also easy if it's like a new album, you know, those come out on Friday. So um, that's always good. Like Friday is the new music release day. Um, so it's always good to just review it on a Saturday. With that in mind. Peace out. See you guys in the next one. And have a great day.